Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the No Facts Within podcast, where it is what I say it is. I'm your host, Jennifer Reed, and buckle up for some hilarious stories and my non-expert advice. Hey everyone, and welcome back to No Facts with Jen. I am here with someone really special that I've known for a while, Tanya. Hey, hey. <laughs> so do you want to like introduce yourself a little bit so they know who you are yeah. or <laughs> so <laughs> all right it's like so just like Jen said my name is Tanya um my full name is Tanya Perez Orozco so I'm Puerto Perez. Rican Perez Orozco I'm Puerto Rican I'm from New Jersey I've been in the Air Force 20 years now I'm getting ready Ooh, to retire yeah. yes girl yes oh um, when are we celebrating uh, Are you having a party? Are you having like a Zoom? <laughs> I hadn't even thought. I know, right? Like a Zoom retirement. I hadn't even thought about it. Honestly, like I just decided to press the button a couple months ago and I just got my retirement orders in and it's been really surreal. But I'm also trying to finish my master's degree at the same time. There's a lot going on. There's You're like a lot of pieces. Yes. I'm very overwhelmed. There's a lot of pieces going on all at the same time. So I haven't even thought about like celebrating. Also, I'm in prep. So, like, I can't wild out or anything. Oh, yeah. Either. So, for people that don't know, Tanya, she be doing weightlifting, comp- not weightlifting, she does, like, the comp. What, are, what do you call those things? Bodybuilding. Bodybuilding. I'm sitting here talking about weightlifting. Bodybuilding competition. Mm-hmm. And she's got a body that is banging. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it wasn't always banging. It wasn't always banging. Um, I've been doing bodybuilding for about a year now. This will be my third competition coming up on September 26th. I'm doing the Global Bodybuilding Organization Legacy Classic um, with my coach, Jeremy, from BSA Labs. So I'm very excited. So, But it limits me in my abilities to be able to celebrate. Like right now, I can't have a glass of wine or anything like that with my friends. It's okay. You can have a slurp of water. <laughs> yes. It's all about water right now. <laughs> yeah, she's in prep for her next coming up show so she yeah. can't have no wine no so i'm just gonna have wine for her i'm not in prep i'm chunky so <laughs> so it's all good and i got that corona weight so <laughs> the corona weight I, I got some corona weight too and i was steady working out yes where well where <laughs> it was in my body fat percentage went up a little bit okay I actually went up quite a bit but <laughs> all right you ready to get into these advice columns yeah Okay, so I want y'all listeners to stay until the end because we got our first email of someone asking for advice. That's good. Yeah, we got our first email of someone asking for advice on this one. So the first two I found were on um, Yahoo Answers because I go on there sometimes or I'll find like, oh, dear Abby's and stuff and we'll talk about it. But I went to Yahoo Answers this time under the relationships and family um, advice and yeah, they crazy, but I'm going to read it to you and you can just tell me your advice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This will work. I've used my counseling degree. <laughs> Use that counseling girl. Okay. So this one is called, is what my boyfriend said to me really out of line? We've been dating for a year. We're in our late twenties. His ex has been subtly, subtly harassing me since I started dating him. She stalked my LinkedIn reported all of my posts on Instagram, and then started posting things about me like, when your boyfriend downgrades from caviar to catfish, 
She's just been nonstop and I've ignored it. A month ago, she sent me a message telling me that my boyfriend wasn't over her and that he begged her to stay with him before she left. It broke up seven months before I met him. She said he bought her a $1,800 Louis Vuitton purse and took her on a weekend trip and said he would do anything to stay with her. She told me that I would only amount to a rebound. I tried to ignore it and kept it to myself for three weeks and then asked my boyfriend about it. He confirmed that he gave her the purse and took her on a trip, but stated, I didn't verbally beg to stay with her. I asked him to please contact her and tell her to stop harassing me. He told me that he wasn't going to contact her because he can never talk to her again for the rest of his life. Dramatic. (laughs) I told him I was sick of the drama and that I would rather be alone or date a woman before dealing with ex drama from another guy. He flipped out and told me, I was the worst person he's ever dated and that I'm the rudest person he knows. For reference, his ex is an absolute nightmare of a human being. High maintenance, cruel to others, etc. Shall I read the update? Yeah, I mean, what's okay, going it says, on now? She updated it. And it says, she's the type who wears fur, cur- fur coats, only wears de- designer bags, Louis Vuitton, Chanel, carries her Pomeranian that wears a diamond collar in her purse, She yells at waiters and talks down to people. She also makes fun of people like me online with her friends. Yet my boyfriend tells me I'm the worst person he's dated and I'm rude because I confronted him about her harassing me. I feel insulted because I'm nothing like her. I'm not a snob or a bully, etc. Right. Well, that's a lot. That is a lot. But right off the bat, bat, I'm going to say we're focusing too much on the girl who gives a shit. She's a jealous ex and highly immature and unable to really identify why she can't let this other past relationship go. That has nothing to do with you or your boyfriend. Like, so there's a lot of focus on some person that's completely irrelevant. Um, Here, what's important is that you felt insulted by what your boyfriend said. So to me, okay, so... Let me let me divide this into my two sides. I've, I've learned to accept that I have two sides of me. I have the professional side, and then I have Tanya from New Jersey side. Okay. Well, give Jersey us a, Tanya. Give, give us the professional first, oh, and okay. then give us the Jersey, because I feel like the Jersey's going to be the... Okay. We need the Jersey Tanya in this, okay? But give us the professional first. Okay, so the professional would say... I would highly recommend that you separate your emotions from his and look at his behavior for what it might be. It really does sound like, especially when he was like, yeah, I bought her that purse and took her on a trip. First of all, it happened before he met you. So what's wrong with that? Do you want to have to apologize for all everything you've done in your past? That this makes no sense, right? You're not the first person he's ever been with. So of course he's done things for other people in the past. That's irrelevant. And he admitted it to you. So he was very open. Um, You requested that he talk to her. Again, he has no affiliation with her. So him talking to her, what's he supposed to do? He has no power over her. He doesn't, she's her own human being. And he told you he can never talk to her again. So that's something to be respected. He identified that he doesn't ever want to talk to her again. I mean, I'm happy that my, if my boyfriend doesn't want to talk to his ex is good. (laughs) I'm more concerned with why all of that bothers you. 
If you've been ignoring her behavior up until now, and all of a sudden you wanted to question him about, did he buy her that purse, which is, again, irrelevant, what's going on with you? What is it about this scenario that is sparking a deeper insecurity? Because you're very focused on, well, she does this, she does that. How dare he say that I am... What, the worst person that he's ever been dated, with? Yeah. Yeah. The worst person. The, the worst dated. person he's ever dated. Are you? It sounds a lot like you're trying to convince us that you're better than his ex. But, and? What, what, what does it matter? Like, for me, if I know for a fact that I'm better than my boyfriend's ex, I don't have to say it. I don't have to explain it. I don't have to convince anyone. I just know it. And if my ex or my boyfriend were to say, oh, you're the worst person I ever dated, I'd be like, "Mm, man, that sucks that you're having that experience, but I'm happy with me. Like, you know what I mean? It's not going to derail me in any way. So I'm more concerned that your self-worth and feelings of adequacy are very wrapped up in his opinion and that one statement that he made, which is a huge indicator that there's something going on internally. Okay. Now, where's the jersey? The jersey is... <laughs> fuck that girl. Girl, what? fuck her. You said fuck what I was thinking. Girl. Fuck that She's girl. She's creating problems in your relationship. Like, who the hell is she? First of all, block. he's Invite right her here. to the block party. He's block. here. <laughs> he's here with me. Okay. He begged for you back. Well, shit or get off the pot, bitch. I guess you didn't... You know, know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Too little, too late. He's with me now, woman. He ain't coming back to you. And if he does, goodbye. I'm good. So I don't understand that. Listen, my mom. Where's her confidence at? That's what I'm thinking. Where is your self-confidence? Because you have some kind of confidence issues if you have some woman that is no longer in your ex's life harass you and you feel like, girl, block her. There's so many things you can do to ignore her. Fuck her. Like She wants drama. Listen, that's that. I'm sorry. I don't want to insult you. But to me, because you're right. There's options. I've had haters. Girls have followed me around, said things to me, whatever. And I don't, I don't blame them any mind. Because first of all, what are you really mad about? They look crazy. And I've been that crazy person, by the way. I'm not, I'm not being just mental for no reason. We've all been that crazy person. But at the end of the day, that has nothing to do with me. Like, I'm not going to pay attention to, listen, my mom, old school Puerto Rican, right? My dad had a woman before my mom. And that woman would write my mom letters about my dad like that's you know back in the day because they're old as shit um but she sometimes she would call my mom on the house phone you know and tell her like oh he's with me right now i'm sitting on his lap blah 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 and my mom told me she'd be unbothered do you want to know why because my mom was like i knew your dad was coming home i knew when your dad was coming home and when your dad came home guess what i used to do yeah he was not going anywhere because i would sit his ass down and be i wouldn't fight with him because she told me she was like her purpose her design for doing those things and saying those things to me was for me to fight with him so that he would leave me to go back and be comforted by her. See, so she said, I she she got me fucked up. I would do that. You think opposite. I'm about to lose my man over you, bitch? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely not. So my dad would come home and instead of being mad, she'd be like, Come here, babe. Oh, well, I got some oh, dinner for you. Look, I'm gonna rub you your back. <laughs> Let me go ahead, tie my hair up in a ponytail right quick and lay you down. You know what you got to do to keep him at. Anyway, so what's your advice to her? What is your bottom line advice to her? My what do you think she should do? Okay, so first, I really think that you, she needs to reflect on why his statement affects her so much. It has nothing to do with him. It has nothing to do with that girl. 
It's why are you so sensitive to someone saying that you're a bad person? Do you think that? Did someone important in your life in your past say that? Did your mom or your dad constantly criticize you and berate you and tell you you weren't good enough? That's not about this one scenario. That's a that's an insignificant statement to be that bothered by. You know what I mean? Right. And um, I would really suggest like maybe short term therapy. Honestly, I'm not saying that just because I'm a therapist, but a person like a therapist could help you figure out where that's from. Also, just be honest with him and say, you know what? That really insulted me. And yeah. block the girl. Girl, fuck her. Yeah. Worry about your marriage. Your, not your marriage. Man. Your relationship. Worry about your man and what's going on in your relationship. Unless he's cheating on her with like with this girl now, there's no reason to keep bringing her up. And you know what? He could have been a bastard in his past life. But if he's not a bastard to you right now, like what what should matter to you is how he treats you. Are, were you happy with him before this girl started throwing rocks? Then what does it matter? Yeah. Get some therapy, girl. Get yeah. Work on your confidence. But, work on your confidence. There is no way I will be sitting here complaining about you nobody won't catch ex, me. girl. Mm-mm. You won't catch me getting derailed. Fuck that ex. <laughs> if you were that amazing, you, you guys would still be together. Whatever. Like, fuck that ex. Mm-hmm. We're not, we not doing that. Okay. So let's get to the next one. It's been six years since I regularly cheated on my wife. I was wrong. I'm a changed man. Should I confess my crimes to show my loyalty? Now let's hold our let's hold our comments until I read it. Okay, that's the title, y'all. I know I'm probably going to get a lot of abuse, but hear me out. I'm a 31 year old. I got married at 22 to a woman I was dating since I was 17 years old. I never got to experience the single life. I was always playing video games and studying, and she was my first ever woman. I stayed loyal for our entire dating period in the first few months of marriage until we had our first child, first and only child. Then we always argued. We were always working while my wife's mother loves to provide childcare until we got back from work. She was never in the mood for sex. She shouted at me often. I felt so lonely. We never got time for each other. I swear she was only with me for our child. Then I started using dating apps and met someone, some nice woman for sex and claimed I was working late. The guilt consumed me. I eventually met a nice woman I had an affair with for nearly an entire year and we clicked. I confided in my best friend what I had done because I didn't want, I didn't know what I wanted. And he told me I was being a fool. It made me think I really wanted to stop and broke it off at 25 and promised myself never to betray her again. Six years ago, I am proud of myself. What is there to be proud of? (laughs) You married. What do you mean? Proud? What? Proud? (laughs) Oh, sir. (laughs) Sir. No, you're going to hate me because I'm kind of proud of him, too. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. You, you. This is why I have other people because I don't. I'm not the only person with opinions in this world. Go ahead. So the professional side of me would say I'm. I'm proud that he stopped seeking validation and worth and security and all that in in external relationships and fo- refocused it where internally in his nuclear little family. Now I'm going to say that. Um, and that's, that's a big deal. So like, I mean, 
he just was like, I thought about it and I stopped. And that's great. That's awesome. But also, I'm like concerned that it got to that point to begin with. So it really sounds like, you know, he was filling a lot of holes. Like he felt unwanted. He felt inferior, inadequate, dismissed, devalued, unappreciated, all those things. And because he wasn't getting that from his wife, but then he went and sought it in another woman. But here's what's missing. It's like, why aren't you getting that from within? So it likely, even if he was like cut his wife off and went off with this other woman, the problems will persist again. So anytime this woman doesn't give you attention or anytime she's too preoccupied with something else, you're going to feel low about yourself and you're going to go find another vagina to, you know, drown your woes in. Those WAPs aren't going to help you. So... (laughs) You're going to just keep going from wop to wop to wop to wop and then wondering why you're feeling shitty. So I commend him for ceasing that toxic behavior, but the problems are going to continue. He's just going to bury them somewhere else. Like he's going to get overly involved with his male friends or he's going to get overly involved with something else or obsessed about something else to deflect, you know, filling the hole that you have internally. So that's, that's why I was proud of him. I don't think he should tell her. <laughs> I was going to say, what's the advice? Would you tell? Should she tell? I mean, should he tell his wife what's that he cheated on her? What's important about telling her? What's what is it going her? to achieve telling her? I think is it like you just getting something off your chest? Is it going to make you feel better? Like, and she could still leave you. She could leave you for telling her that. And, so and now you're work, trying to work on your relationship. Mm-hmm. So that's putting him at risk. I wouldn't tell her until I was 100% solid within myself and able to accept the consequences that would come from that. Um, So it would take a lot, like a lot of self reflection, a lot of personal growth before I'm able to be like, you know what, let me confess this. But again, what is the purpose? What are you hoping to achieve? If you went and did all the work on yourself to Fix all those feelings that you had that led you to betray your wife to begin with, and you fully engaged and connected with your wife and were fulfilled, then there's no need to go back and tell her, I was a dick behind your back, because all that's going to do is hurt her needlessly, because you've already made all the changes. So you're just going to hurt her for no reason. So, I mean... Okay, so I'm going to play devil's advocate. I'm going to see it from his side, okay? When you are in a relationship where you're not getting what you need, and I'm just going to say, I see why I can see why he felt like he wanted to get validation from somebody else, because at the end of the day, we are human beings. We seek that validation, mm-hmm. especially if we're seeking that validation through our partner and we're not getting that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, some people are not weak, but weaker than others. I don't know how else to more say susceptible. that. Yeah, more mm-hmm. susceptible than others to be able to cheat. And I feel like maybe he was just really in a weak spot at that point in time where, you know, there's a new baby, the mom is there, he's not getting what he needs out of his relationship. So she needs to also, at the same time, there's something she needs to work on as well and not, you know, making sure that the relationship is still a priority to her and not just her child. And that too, did she know? Maybe she didn't know because you might not have communicated that to her. I, hey, communication is, I mean, honestly. It is the key. Like, it really is very important. I've been cheated on. My ex-husband yeah, cheated on me. Um, 
I was a bitch. <laughs> Girl, so was I. Wow, what a, what a small world. <laughs> I mean, that didn't stop me from being mad that he cheated on me. But, you know, like his statement to me was, you know, I always felt like I wasn't good enough. True facts, bitch. You weren't good enough. That's <laughs> Thank you for proving my point. But, and you're right. The, the both, both spouses bear responsibility. But again, we don't know if she knew. Right. He, we don't know what he communicated, what he didn't communicate. And you're absolutely right. I think it was brilliant what you said that some people are m- more susceptible to cheating than others. And and that goes right back to my point of there's something inside of him right. that was weak. Because if he was solid in himself, then he would have identified, I feel X, Y, and Z because she has disengaged and disconnected from the relationship. So what does a healthy adult do? An, an emotionally developed healthy adult do when they identify an issue in a relationship they communicate it mm. they talk yeah they say hey i in have an issue with this in they're a open. non-threatening way yeah what does a child do when they're like oh fine you don't want to let me in your club i'm gonna find somebody else to i'm gonna find in. i'm gonna find another club <laughs> so what are we so he what did he say he was like 22 so was he acting well like no he's 31 now but at the time, time. when he did he was so was he acting like a 22 year old man no, no, he was acting like a child. He was acting like a like a six, seven year old child. So that's her advice: grow the fuck up, <laughs> grow, grow some balls, and don't tell your fucking wife. <sighs> I mean, unless unless you want to prove a point, like bitch, you ain't shit. I don't know, like I don't know why you would want. I don't know why you would want to do She's that. She's not going to be proud of you for not cheating on her for the last six years. <laughs> that's just not going to happen. You like, may be proud of you, but she not gonna be proud yeah, of you. She's not gonna be like, oh my god, you stopped because you felt hope, guilty. I hope that you used protection mm-hmm. with this woman, and that if you did not, that you got yourself tested because that's another thing you don't want to do is bring some kind of disease or whatever to your spouse. You know what? And if you're happy now, then leave it. You want to know why? Because you never know. You could be like, hey, babe, six years ago, I cheated on you. And she'd be like, remember your friend Jack? Yeah, me and him were sleeping together, too. Oh, I know I wasn't paying you any mind because I was fucking <laughs> your friend behind your back. You know, there's some things you just don't want to know. So just At if you're happy you and things work out, if they're working out right now, then don't, 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 don't poke the bees now. That makes no sense. My ex-husband was super shook. Listen, that, this is why I said that. Because my ex-husband was super shook when he told me he cheated on me. And I was like, do you think that I didn't want to sleep with other people? And he was like, his, the look on his face was like, he was shook. Like, that, I that can't I had, believe you would even say such that a thing. idea had never. And I started naming the friends that I wanted to smash. I want to smash this guy. Blah, blah, blah. And he was like, what? I was like, yes, they're hot. You didn't think I wanted to do that? I want to do that. But I did. But I have control, yeah. self-control. It's called Commitment. <laughs> look it up i'm loyal to you what yeah. do you mean the commitment of loyalty but don't think i didn't want to smash the homies bro the <laughs> homies were looking fine on the flight line out there <laughs> turning wrenches like smelling like jp8 and everything Shoot, got the tops off and everything mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. how when they would have their coveralls like off and then they would tie it on the homies were looking good. Giving me some flashbacks. Mm, they were working out. <laughs> there was one. I don't want to say his name because he's, maybe he's still married. But we'll say his name is uh, Bob. <laughs> there was this one Bob. He wanted it too. I could tell, you know, like he was a little flirty with me. And so I, I told my ex that and my ex was furious. He was like, what? I was like, yeah, yeah. 
I, I, I could have smashed Bob. Yeah, I could have done that. Yeah. But look at me trying to be loyal to your yeah. ass. I'll break the last. So then you know what he said? He went through the squadron and told everybody when we we're getting divorced that like, you can't touch her. Nobody could touch her. So sometimes I'd be out in the clubs. You, you know, can't tell My best single life. No, he was cock blocking from, he preemptively cock blocked me. He preemptively cock blocked me. I'd be like, a guy would come up and be interested and I'd say who I was. And they were like, wait, 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 wait. Are you so-and-so's ex-wife? I'm like, yeah. They'd be like, I'm sorry, I can't. And then walk off. Oh my what? gosh, girl. Haters. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't like me after that. You're not about to do that. Mm, well. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. Okay, so we're getting to our first email. So I deleted her email and stuff because it had some information, like a name and stuff in it. So we want to keep it anonymous. Um, we're going to go by the name that she chose, which is Lonely Unicorn. Aww. So we're going to go ahead and read it. So it says, Dear Jen, I have been dating off and on for about six years since me and my ex split. I know to some six years does not seem like a long time, but I'm not single on purpose. So it's starting to bother me. Honestly, I am just tired of the excuses. I used to believe that there was something wrong with me until I had guys tell me all the great things about me, which I have realized are true. But it seems those great things are the exact reason they do not want to be with me. I have been told that I am a unicorn, the mythical creature that all men want, but they do not believe exists. So when they meet me, they do not know how to act. I have been told that I am bright like the sun, which can be bit a bit much for people, but I should not dim my light. Instead, others should just put on sunglasses and enjoy the beauty that is me. I have been told this one is boring that I am further along in the process, whatever that means, and they are not ready. All that is fine and dandy until I witness the next for the dudes. It's always drama, needy, and a mess. And of course, they end up complaining. I do not want to settle, absolutely not. But I want to know where the fuck my centaur or moon or dude with the shit together at, with his shit together, is at. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one, Lonely Unicorn. Yes, very good. Six years. Okay, so what advice do you have for her? Count your blessings. I think it's amazing that these guys are excusing themselves from your life because they know they're not good enough for you at this time. Right. I'm sorry, girl. You're you're doing so well. You're you are further along in the process. And what they mean is that there's qualities and understanding and things about you where you're ready for that next step in life and they're not. And thank your lucky stars that they're not sitting there wasting your time. Girl, listen, when you actually feel this about yourself, I know what you're saying. I know that you you hear you heard the words and you're convinced. But when you start walking in your truth, knowing uh, like that you're this, you are the shit. You will attract the shit. The shit is out there. Girl. He's out there. But he's not coming to you right now because you're still fussing over these boys. Right? <laughs> Look, the right man is watching you. Said you said it. You said it. I say, I did say the right man's watching you. But while you're sitting there flirting with the guy who's going to pick this hoochie next, who's wasting your time for that week or two, during that week or two where you were wasting your time with a guy you know isn't ready for you, the guy that was ready for you is like, mm, 
Oh, she's preoccupied. Okay, well, I'll come back later. Don't do that to yourself, sweetheart. Watch them for a long time so you don't waste your time with these guys. And also, hello, you said it yourself. You look at their necks. They're going for what they think they deserve, right? Right. They deserve a three. They deserve trash. They deserve to be treated with drama. That's what they want. That's what they think they deserve. So that's what they go and they find. And then bless them in their little drama happy lives. But you keep it moving. Push it. Push on. And I think you're being reigned with some blessings, girl. That man, when he finally comes, he's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. It's going to be great. My thing is, don't take down your for sale sign. And when I say that, um, it's a kind of like a metaphor I like to use, or I don't know what the word is. Metaphor. Um, When you are looking for something serious, people can see that your for sale sign is out and not your for rent, right? So when you're dating these no good dudes, you're showing people that you have your for rent sign sign out instead of your for sale sign. If you want to attract that person that Tanya is talking about, that's probably already looking at you. You need to have that for rent sign or for sale sign out mm-hmm. because this is what you're going to get. I'm serious about this. I don't want just somebody to hang out with me and be done or hang out with me and 50 other people. I want somebody that just that is just for me that does not want that drama, that does not want that craziness. And I don't know, just you're going to have to have patience as well. Yes, it's been six years. That's a long time, girl. And I understand that is a long time. But sometimes you still have to have patience. And I'm going to say, like, I, you know, we talked a little bit when I first got here to your apartment and um, I... I'm dating an ex right now. And yes. I know a lot of people would be yes. like, what the hell? What the hell's wrong with you? What are you dating an ex? Let me explain. Okay. At the time that me and this ex dated the two times before, I was a mess. He was a mess. Mm-hmm. He wasn't, he didn't feel like he was good enough for me or deserved me. And he was right. He didn't. And I was insecure and looking for validation and I wasn't going to get it from him. It just, we were not there. We weren't there. And so we, I had a cut off communication with him 100%. Just cut it off because, you know, what broke you can't fix you. Okay. Exactly. So yes, ma'am. we parted ways and we worked on ourselves. We weren't really, we weren't talking. We were communicating. We weren't following each other on no social media. I didn't know anything about him. He didn't know anything about me. We just went about our lives. And then God brought us back together. That's how I feel. And then when we met up again, it's a whole different story. It's a whole different energy. It really is. And I came back um, full, like a whole person. I fixed I fixed all my holes and everything and became a full person. And I am authentic with him and unapologetically me. I came with all my flaws. Like, this is me. This is me. This is new, improved me. I worked on myself. I'm still working on myself. This is what you get. Take it or leave it. And but at came, the same time, he did the same thing. He too. did. Yeah. He came back too. was the whole, you know what? I, I know what I did wrong. I did X, Y, and Z wrong. And I kind of worked on that. And I don't want to like, you know, rob us of the moment. A lot of us worry a lot about the future where we live in operate in fear. 
Everything is living and operating in fear. Those yes, men are operating in fear. They're afraid that they're not good enough for you. And that's the that's a them problem. And the truth is, they probably aren't good enough for you. Yeah. Let them work on themselves. They can come back later when they're 100% or whatever. Or maybe when they're whole. When they're whole, exactly. If they're ever whole. If they're never whole, girl, move on. Yeah. But you deserve... Don't... don't yeah, you're right. Don't settle. Don't settle. Don't bring yourself down to mm-hmm. their level to be able to date somebody just because you want to date somebody. Mm-hmm. Don't bring yourself down to a level of somebody where you don't even recognize who you are as a person mm-hmm. to be able to date somebody. Take your time. Take your time. You know, society the who is it? There's a person yeah. out there. Yeah. And society convinces us that, we have, that something's wrong with us because we're single. Or if we're single and it's like we're in our, 30s or 40s mm-hmm. or whatever, 50s, 60s. It doesn't matter when you're single. There's 80-year-olds out there that are single, still living their whole lives. Oh, they're whole chopping dreams. it up. <laughs> living that hot girl summer. They mm-hmm. don't care. Like, And you shouldn't either. You should be living your life knowing that you are an amazing person. You are a great person. And mm-hmm. that you have a lot to offer. And somebody better come and meet those needs that you have and can meet you on the same page. Mm-hmm. So, you ever notice how when you're like, you know what, I'm done. I'm happy by myself, and you're living like your best life as a single girl. All the guys come out of the woodwork. <laughs> but then, when, like around Valentine's Day, when you're getting a little desperate, nobody wants to date. It's yeah. just like what Jen said: putting out your for sale sign or your for rent sign. Like if you're out there putting out that desperate vibe, that I'll sell for anything. Like I just want a relationship vibe. You're gonna get trash. Trash is gonna respond to those advertisements. But if you put the whole, you know what, I'm good with or without you, you have to convince me to give yes, up my freedom as a single person to be with you. That's that's the vibe you put out there. And the man who deserves you is going to be like, oh, yeah, I'll convince you. We're good. Yeah. This is the woman that I want. She's not easily swayed by nothing. You know? So that's what I say. Count your blessings. Life is doing you awesome right now. You're going to be just fine, lonely, mm-hmm. lonely unicorn. Yeah. And I like that name that you chose. <laughs> wow. This was a really good episode. Yeah. Yeah, I, like I really think so. Like, it was nice having somebody with a different perspective, more of a, you know, counselor's perspective than just the normal human being like me. Sometimes I feel a little preachy, but I mean, it is. You're not. You're not. It sounded real, like you sounded good. And I would love if you would come back another time, maybe do another podcast with me. I totes would. This was fun. I like it. Okay. If you're seeing the video now, look. Look, I got a shirt. I got merch. You got titties. (laughs) I got merch. Look, y'all. My merch has finally launched because by the time this goes out, my merch will be launched. Y'all can go ahead and go on NoFactsWithJen.com. Dot com to be able to get that merch. I'm also working with Amazon as an affiliate. I have some links for some uh, sexy stuff, you know, Ooh. to spice up your relationships because that's what we mostly talk about on here is like relationships and issues like that. So, you know, if y'all want to spice up your relationship, go on there and look. You can also follow me on my socials under nofactswithjen.com. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. And if you want advice, Go to No Facts with Jen. You like that Tanya gave advice? I'll have her come back. <laughs> I can have her come back. Ask about anything. And we will. Don't, don't hold back. 
We'll talk about sex. Don't hold back. I we talk about, about sex. About I got a lot to say, mm-hmm. girl. Mm-hmm. Tons. A lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I'm looking into being a sex therapist at one Girl. Yeah. Tell mm-hmm. me how that goes because I really want to do that. No, I'm serious. I'm, I'm yeah. dead ass. Yeah. Serious. Because a lot of people, like, they don't, they, they, a lot of problems manifest in the bedroom and people don't want to talk about it, but we need to talk about it. We yeah, that's serious. It. Let me know about that if you do, mm-hmm. like, start yeah. researching that. Mm-hmm. That is all I got for you guys today. And I Yay. thank you for listening. And we will see you again next week. Bye. Bye.